I did. It's weird. I, that sounds like somebody's cheering me on for like my potty dance. <laughs> it's like you went potty, yay! No, I mean, no, I mean it's good, right? Now like, recording. Wait, wait a minute. Now, now recording. <laughs> um, would you like some M and M's, Chris? <laughs> no. And, and by the way, that was our cold open. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, last time, our heroes had just left Malatune um, uh, via airship and were on their way towards the Forest of Talking Trees. Uh, but uh, before we get onward towards their uh, air journeys, which is a way to put it, I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess. Um, <laughs> before, before we get on to the air journeys, I'd like to do a quick round of introductions. So first of all, Athir, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Sure. Um, I'm Brian. I play the role of Athir, the uh, elf fighter of the group. Uh, He's uh, a seer elf, in case anybody's curious. Um, he's a pretty laid guy, back guy most of the time, but uh, he can get a little irritated. Um, so let's see if he can go and hit something. That's not Tegan this time. All right. No Tegan. Not Marin either. Oh, Marin, you know, would never do that. Uh, up next, um, Tabitha. Would you like to go and introduce yourself? I am Jess. Uh, I play Tabitha, who is the halfling ranger um, with my faithful companions, Gregory and Francis, um, who is, you know, I am a trendsetter because now everybody has to have either companions or minions. Hey, now, not everyone. Oh, I'm sure you'll follow. Nope. Not my thing. Doesn't a daughter count? Not, not as a minion it shouldn't, I would hope. No. <laughs> She'd been very useful. I'm, I mean, the Lady Isabella might count as a companion, possibly, but... That's a different kind of companion. <laughs> I'm not concerned about how you nice. think about your kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of people with minions, up next, Tegan. Would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hey everybody, I'm Chris number two. Um, I play Tegan Stumbleduck, the gnome sorcerer. And I we're felt just like having... you were going to do a voice there for a second. You were going to try something out and decided against it. Hey, well, he, he was trying to figure out the voice and he went with depression. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Tegan Stumbleduck. <laughs> I'm Tegan and I'm sad. <laughs> Dude, I wish I could do that. I'd do Eeyore the whole, like... I well, love you. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it, despite the fact that everyone's gonna disagree with me. Give me your best Eeyore impression, Tegan. Eeyore, Eeyore. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm <laughs> Tegan. <laughs> all right. What is that? Never. I mean, uh, never. <laughs> do that again. Even if someone asks you to. It sounds like you're having a stroke. (laughs) 
I suppose. You sound like you, like, recorded yourself, slowed yourself down, and then just somehow even applied, like, a worsening filter. Just just leave me here. I'll be fine. See, th- this is why I asked Tiggy to do voices, because it makes moments like this. All right. Now, now I'm concerned, though. <laughs> Alright, up next, uh, Toromir, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey everyone, this is uh, Brandon, and I play Toromir, the dwarf monk! And, uh, yeah, I, you know, uh, found a friend on my travel up the mountain, and, uh, yeah, I'm gonna retrain out of that feat and, and abandon him, so. <laughs> Punch him off the airship? Ah! No, I'm, j- I'm just kidding. Uh, still haven't quite come up with the name for him yet, but uh, we'll figure it out. All I right, Steve. Steve the pirate. Um, up last but not least, Jethal. Would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hello. Uh, my name's Chris. I play Jethal, the elf wizard. Um. Wh- wh- what? Uh, and you, every yeah. time you, you go may, after me, every time on the introduction, you every time I go after you, you, you always, I wasn't making a voice. Like if you go before me, it's always "Hi, I'm Jethal, the Elf Wizard," and then if you go after me, it's "Hi, I'm Jethal, the Elf Wizard." I don't. <laughs> I don't do that. That's very small that, nuance, but there. sure, sure. All right. Uh, yeah, we all just want to be like you. Okay. Oh, We'd God, like to please walk, don't. walk like you. I'm pretty like amazing, you. so. Not you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. How you like them apples? All right. I don't know. So, how is They Jethal? are pretty good. I picked them myself. <laughs> I thought those were the berries. No, no. He probably found an extra couple apples that were in his bag from a long time ago. Mmm. They're probably rotten. It's all mushy. <laughs> it's all mushy. It's all mushy. <laughs> Best name ever. There are just like a bushel of jokes about this character's name, by the way. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Nice. All right. So, um, how is everybody uh, feeling being back on the airship? Is it, or yeah, you know, I guess any is anyone. Um, I, I guess I'm going to go around and, uh, see, cause you guys have about like four days, four or five days or so on the airship in flight on your way. So as you guys are doing that, there's probably at least a couple of conversations that probably come up between the group. Cause there's really not a whole lot else to do other than talk to each other on the ship or, or work on things. I mean, so that's true. If we have at least four days, I would make another batch of scrolls. That's fair. Well, you're also going to be piloting some of the time too, but well, yeah. Um, so, so yeah. I'm going to go around. Wait, hold on. Hit. Are those are those batch of batch of scrolls? Just you know, erotic art of Lady Isabella. Ah! I could have lived no. without knowing that, or even uh, having that thought in my head. So what we're going to do? I'm going to have a couple of since I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, in uh, essentially about your character, 
and start, I guess, explaining a little bit about your character's backstory, and then that will start a conversation between uh, the different players. So, uh, or the different characters, rather. So, essentially, these are just, like, jump in in the middle of a conversation that may have come up while you guys were on the ship for a few days. Uh, so, Tabitha. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about uh, your training with Belatius? So, how do you know Master Belatius? <laughs> well, uh, he was uh, he was my trainer. Uh, he so when I was young, a um, my village was attacked, and I. Um, defended my siblings from uh bandits bandits not bandits uh and so then Belatius found saw me and decided that I would make a good ranger and decided that um he would take me under his wing and train me Did he do the whole same thing to you too, where he just took you on a wagon out into the middle of a forest, dropped you off, and then scampered off for a few days? Yes. No warning whatsoever. It was very rude. I didn't have any food on me. Do you know how many berries I had to eat? Oh, wait, that's probably bad to bring up. But anyways. <laughs> well, that was where when I met Francis, so it was it worked out well for me. I saved his. Uh, I saved him from a uh, a snare that he was caught up in. It's almost like he had a plan. Francis? No, I don't think he had any plans. Tormir just glares. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As the uh, journey continues. Um, there is a conversation between Athir and Jathal at, very, at one point where uh, it is asked uh, about how uh, Athir first got started with the Wardens and kind of you know, how that, that all began. So this, this, this Warden business, what, what, how, how, do you, uh, how do you and Marin, how do you find Marin there? How did you find, I'm just, yeah. Tell me, well, about, Mar- tell me about your time with the Wardens. Uh, Marin was actually a uh, weapon master that was a trainer. Um, so when I became old enough to uh, be able to acquire for the Wardens, uh, she was my one of my teachers. Aha. Teacher. Got it. All right. All right. Uh, you know, how... Uh, how uh, you know, you seem you two seem to get pretty close. Well, I've known her for a very long time, and it is the first time I've been able to see somebody from the wardens in a very long time since uh, there isn't uh, been many of them left after the destruction of Fel Aldrun. It must bring great joy to your 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 you. You know when. When you saw her again, yeah, it's 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 good to finally see somebody like that. Uh, I I'm hoping to find more. I'm hoping to find the wardens um, and see where they ended up. I've heard rumors that they, some of them escaped and have been able to form up 
somewhere else, but uh, I've no seen no sign of it. Oh, I mean, is that? Do you have any leads? You know, could we? Did you ask Marin? Uh, did she know anything? She didn't seem to see if she, say if she had anything. Uh, I asked her, um, but uh, nothing, nothing concrete. And that's uh, I, I wandered for many years after the destruction to see if I could find any. But um, you know, it, the the wardens weren't seemed to be in high esteem at the time. Uh, people seemed to not want to talk about them. Hmm. Well, it's no. That seems down and don't get in the dumps i tell you <laughs> we need to we need to stay stay cheerful you know well hopefully someday we'll we'll locate them and i can maybe see some of the people i once knew yeah i'm i'm learning all about this and you know as well like i <laughs> now have people i want to see again which is weird it's never never been something that is it Lady Isabella? Fortune. Uh Yeah, I mean that's one. Fair enough. But. All right. Uh the the third conversation you guys end up having is uh where Tegan is asked about you know what the, so we we know that he hears the voice of the dragon in his head but he keeps mentioning other voices. Who are those other voices? So, Tegan I have kind of a strange question for you. Okay. So you keep saying that you that you hear the dragon's voice, uh, but you mm -hmm. also have in the past mentioned that there were other voices. How long have you been hearing these voices, and who are they? Do you need to see a healer? <laughs> I, I i don't think it would help um it's it, like i said before if if you picture like a hut and in the hut middle of the hut there's this you know 3d chessboard and before it was just you know What's me 3d through three three uh like a circle chessboard like a, a sphere chessboard and it's like different pieces are moving in different places but not just on like a flat board but like in the air also so it's like a, a complicated game and these pieces are moving all over the place and before it was just my master um who died defending our village um, when he died i could hear his voice inside my head at the same time that he died he was fighting a demon and then, for some reason, I heard the demon's voice, or maybe a minion's voice, inside my head, too, which I later found out that imp was actually my great-great-grandfather's imp. So you those two voices... You inherited an imp? Yeah, he's a little fella, kind of squatty, got a tail, cup some wings. Um, he keeps telling me to do bad stuff, but I don't listen to him. I try to listen to my master's voice. But when we were in the the... I don't know what to call it. It was this metal box thing, and I didn't want to do anything bad. This voice told me to do something bad. So it's like those two voices were fighting. Then when he added the dragon, it got even more complicated, and the chessboard got even more filled out. So they're always arguing. I like talking to Maurice because the voices don't seem to be as bad. 
But when the bone dragon was coming and we were defending those walls, dude, that uh, dragon was shouting and he was really loud and it was hard. But I don't think they're I don't think it's a bad thing. I just talk to the dragon every once in a while and see what he wants to do and try to mm-hmm. talk to my master, but he doesn't say anything. And then the imp is always trying to get me to do something bad. He keeps trying well, to make me do bad things to Tormir. Okay. So after that conversation, uh, another one happens to come up where uh, Tegan happens, you know, who's he has his own sort of brand of magic. Um, but the type of magic that Jathal uses uh, is very different. Uh, it, you know, it seems to come from study and books and stuff like that. So Tegan kind of is curious on how did uh, Jathal... You actually Jathal, have to learn your magic. Yeah. How did Jathal get started learning magic? Hey, Jathal, what you doing? Uh, just, uh, you know, piloting the ship. But you're working on those those uh, rolls of paper thing. What are those? Oh, these are just, you know, Things. jotting down some scrolls to be able to use them later. Scrolls? Why do you use them? What are you talking about? You have to, you have to write magic? Uh, you don't have to, but this is... It's a way that I can use, uh, not have to use up my, my, uh, you know, the spells that I memorize every day. I don't have to necessarily use up my, uh, I don't know how to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You have to memorize spells? They don't just, like, come to you in a dream and you, like, start saying them in these weird languages that you don't know? Okay. Can we talk no. about how messed up that is? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we're doing right now. Uh, no, you have to study the spell and then learn how to cast it. And that's how you learn how to cast spells. Are you saying that you just like... Like they just come to you in weird language? Yeah, so like when I first started doing it, I would watch someone else cast something and I'd be curious and then I'd try it myself to see if it worked. Sometimes it did, sometimes it didn't. But later on, after my master died, now these spells just pop up at random and I just start using them after I, after the voices in my head tell me to try them. Uh-huh. Right. We're back to the voices in your head. Got it. Well, isn't that uh... how... Well, how do you learn? How do you get your spells that you don't know already? I find them. Uh, I learn them from other wizards or read them in books. Things of can that you, nature. Can you teach me? I want to try one. Teach me one of the spells that you know that I don't know. I mean, I, I can try. Uh. All right, so let's let's try let's try one of these things out. All right, so I, all I have to do is read one of your. Do I do I get to read your magic book? Don't you have them like in a book or something? I mean, yes, I do have my spell book. Uh, let's try something fairly harmless. Okay. Uh, here, and I flip to open the book, and I flip to the grease spell. <laughs> Fantasmal killer. I mean, <laughs> definitely not. I feel like a large person would have been a little bit less dangerous than Grease, one of the deadliest <laughs> spells in all of magic. 
<laughs> so are you going to try to see if you can do something with the spellbook reading it? Absolutely. All right. Go ahead and roll me an Arcana check. Stegan. Stegan? Who's Stegan? Stegan. Let let me ask this question. Am I still in the room with Jathal when this is happening? (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll say that anyone who wants to be up on deck can be up on deck. Can can I do a thievery check or something to steal the book away from Tegan before he does this? (laughs) I picked Um, something not doesn't have a problem. Come on. All right, fine. I, I I'm gonna see if I can find like a blanket or something to cover myself with for whatever's gonna happen. I moved right. to the other side of the deck. All right. What did you get on your Arcana check, Tegan? I got a twenty-five. Wow. So um, yep. as so so you you're sitting there and. This, um, just, you know, Tegan goes, oh, Grace, oh, here, let me try this. And he just, like, just starts just making random gestures and stuff like that. And honestly, Jathal looks at him and goes, that's not how you cast it all. All of a sudden, just Grease just nope. starts shooting out all over the place. And then as quick as it goes out, though, it immediately vanishes. It, uh, he, what, um, Tegan somehow created more Grease than the spell normally does, but for some, somehow it didn't last at all it didn't even actually last long enough to stick on any surfaces so really it accomplished nothing despite creating more than normal so wait a minute why did my grease like get everywhere and it's a lot of it and but didn't stick and yours did <laughs> what, are y'all, what, what are y'all doing stop I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no! No! What are you doing? Yeah, y'all, y'all are not even upright. Y'all are like double you have, over. You, you, have you didn't get it in her hair, did you? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, no. Something I, about Mary. <laughs> I, I, I think we might have killed Tormir. <laughs> or would it be there's something about Marin? <laughs> So, you want to repeat your question there, Tegan? Hold on, let me rephrase. Y'all, y'all took that one a different yeah. direction. Really? How could we have not no taken way. it another direction? Um, how come Is that why you needed the grease? Right? How, how come your spell works differently than mine? That's a better way to put it, right? I can do that? All right. Yeah. I mean, uh, it does take time, practice, and a little bit of jiggery-pokery? We'll say finesse to, finesse. you know, to to cast these spells appropriately. Oh. How pompous of you. <laughs> I mean, that, that that's me. Yeah. No. So, Dude. is that why you have so much money? Because you cast the spells all fancy and they last longer? Is that how you made your, your fortune? Uh... It helps, but uh, no, I I come from a very, we'll say, prosperous or I don't can't think of the word uh, affluent. Sure, affluent background. I don't know what that means. 
He's rich. Sweet. Okay, so like, money bags has tree limbs with more money bags. So you came from tree limbs with money bags. That's very crash, but yes, okay. I guess. It's crass. Crass. That's what I meant. Yep. <laughs> Not crash. Talk to, talk to ah, you knew what I meant. I, talk to Tegan. Your IQ de decreases by a hundred points. In it's fine. Five seconds. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Does that mean if Tegan talks to himself, it goes negative? Doesn't he already? Yes, I talk to myself. I have voices in my head. I could have four-way conversations with just me, my master, my imp. And my dragon. <laughs> Are you saying Tegan's in, no, into four ways? No. <laughs> Is he in an imp suit? <laughs> oh, no. Imp suit. Anyway. Uh, all right. I, I'm not talking to you guys anymore. <laughs> Promise? Are you right. feeling pretty far from okay right now? <laughs> no. So... The, the last conversation, which happens uh, closer towards the end of the travel. Uh, Tormir, does the tea make you stronger? Because you seem to drink a lot of it, and you seem to... I don't know that I've ever seen you wear any armor. I wouldn't say the tea makes me stronger. It just improves me mentally, helps me focus. And you don't need armor because of that? No, I don't need armor because I'm good at what I do. I use the momentum of my enemies against them. And that makes you tough? I don't view myself as especially tough, but... I mean, if someone swings at you, they put energy and momentum into that. And if you can deflect that momentum into a different direction, it's not hitting you. And it puts them potentially off balance for a counter-strike. Can you show me? Are you willing to die? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, um, as he tosses Maurice off the edge. <laughs> I can demonstrate with Maurice probably better than you. Oh. But how do I learn if you don't demonstrate with me? Like, can I transfer your energy if you try to hit me? First you watch, then you practice. Okay. Well, yeah, practice on Maurice then first, and then I'll try oh, no. it on you. Maurice, can you come over here and, and spar with uh, Mr. Tormir, please? Uh, sure. Uh, what do you want me to, to do? I don't know. Tormir, what do you want him to do? All right, try to hit me, and Tormir takes a defensive stance. Uh, just... So Maurice, just try to punch his head off. Uh, okay. Um, he kind of, like... he Maurice is not that, doesn't have that great a form when it comes to unarmed strikes, so he kind of throws the... Massively telegraphed haymaker at you. All right, Tormir just, uh, you know, does a an upwards block to deflect his arm, and then does two quick jabs into the midsection. Okay. Maurice, did that hurt? N no. Okay. Okay, so to transfer the energy, you have to use your forearm up, and then that energy travels down your arm to your other arm, and you can punch really fast with your other arm. 
No, the energy comes from your stunts. Oh. I don't get it. Alright, you're connected to the ground, or floor in this case. Okay. Alright. If you just stick your arm out and try to hit something, you don't have much force behind that. What you need is your entire body to connect through. So, when you punch, it's not just with your arm, right? You are okay. using your knees, your hips, your back, your shoulder, every part in between to make that connection. And all that energy came from Maurice punching you? No, that opened up an advantage for me to hit him. Oh, so you don't take the energy off of someone else's hit and put it in your body and hit him back with it. You just use your the natural force that your body has and punches them with it. Correct. Uh, but the importance is to not overcommit yourself to that kind of an attack because it leaves you open in return, especially to an experienced combatant. Okay. All right, I think I'm ready to try. So should I have Maurice try on me or are you going to try on me? All right, try to hit me. And, and, uh, you're supposed to try to hit me. I have to do the block, right? Or you want me to punch you and you do the block? You try to hit me first. Okay. And, uh, so what do I do? All right. So you're going to wind up for your punch and then follow through. Okay. So I pull my fist way, way back. I don't and in the moment he pulls his fist back, Tormir just puts his hand on Tegan's head. <laughs> <laughs> and so he... I, he I don't know any different, so I just go to swing at him, and I completely, I don't know what happens after that. All right, so what I demonstrated here is you have insufficient reach, so you have to come from a different angle of attack, right? Otherwise, okay. I'm going to win that battle every time. A different angle of attack. At this point, I kick his shin. Does he? <laughs> We're gonna say that he he uh, is he swings for your shins. Now the question, I guess, Tormir is: Do you let him kick you? He probably is not gonna kick that hard, or do you dodge it? Actually, no. I'll tell you what: Tormir sees the kick coming and he firms up in his stance, so it's like kicking a bag of rocks. Okay. How many toes do I break? Uh, probably you don't break your toe, but it, it you feel like you kicked a wall really hard. Ow, ow, I don't want no more lessons from you. Ow, and I will, I hobble away like right, one foot. That in. wasn't very productive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys, after you know, having several days worth of conversations and training sessions. Uh, Tegan trying to learn how to punch, as well as Tegan trying to learn how to cast magic out of Jathal's spellbook. Um, I mean, Tegan's trying to learn a whole bunch of things lately. It, I, what, I mean, in Tegan's own special way. Um, but eventually, I'm going to have Athir and Jathal, and who else would be up on deck most of the time? I would be. Okay, and Tabitha... Um, so the three of you guys go ahead and give me perception checks at this point. You guys are kind of uh, hovering over the cloud cover, 
Uh, you're getting close. I mean, the clouds part every once in a while. You can see the ground below. Um, but uh, most of the time, uh, you know, you're under, you're over clouds, so you can't really see really well what uh, is going on down below. But uh, let's go Who's, around. So, and, uh, wow, I, I didn't, I didn't know that uh, Jathal was licensed with, was licensed for IFR flight, right? <laughs> So, um, Afir, awesome. what did you get in your perception check? I got a 23. All right. And Jathal, what did you get in your perception check? I got a 3. All right. And Tabitha, what did you get <laughs> on your perception check? My perception check was 26. Okay. So, uh, Tabitha and Athir. Uh, so, uh, uh, Jathal is kind of focused on just watching the map and kind of watching where we're, where we're at. He knows we're getting relatively close to uh, the, the destination, so he's kind of more watching the map than the skies themselves. Uh, but Athir and Tabitha noticed that, I mean, the best way to describe it would be an upside-down tornado. Um, so a, a, the, the clouds up in front kind of twist around themselves until you see sort of a cone forming. Um kind of relatively not like directly in front but not far away from the uh airship and as it kind of gets all the way up to a a, a, a sizable height um it uh, these two sort of tendrils reach out of it and the top of the cone parts and really you kind of see this uh face in the clouds uh sort of looking in your direction and see and th those tendrils kind of firm up a bit and you see them form into arms slash hands. And at this point in time, Jathal, who is still steering straight ahead, uh, right at the thing, uh, hears a roar come from the clouds and quickly notices what's going on. Um, I'm going to also give Tegan and Tormir a perception check to see how well they react and how quickly they get up on deck. <laughs> I got oh, a 34. Tormir got a 34, and what did Tegan get? Tegan is looking for Shanae's. He got a 15. Okay. So Tormir, the mo pretty much as the, the, the uh, upside-down tornado is forming, it makes enough changes in the wind that Tormir can just kind of almost sense the barometric pressure change suddenly hit really quick and rushes up before everything else. Uh, Tegan, on the other hand, doesn't he doesn't notice it until the same point that Jathal does when there's a roar coming. Um, so we are going to quickly shift over to an air combat battle. Well, Wait. actually, I will I will allow you guys to make a decision at this point. Um, you guys can. Uh, Try to fight whatever this giant uh, thing made out of clouds is. Or you can try to take evasive maneuvers and go below the cloud cover and see if you can get close to the ground and try to get away from it still heading towards your destination. Which would you guys like to try to do? I would say that uh, the only one that's probably going to be t too effective against this is probably Jathal, and the rest of us are going to be hitting air. So, well, we have the 
weapons lightning. on the ship. And really, the lightning is the only thing that is probably going to be useful. But I mean, I'm fine with just trying to evasive maneuver out of here. I, I'm Otherwise. fine with an evasive maneuver skill challenge. So, is that what the uh, group is doing? They're going Anyone to try else? take evasive maneuvers? I'd say evasive maneuvers. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm not even up there, so I wouldn't have any fun being below deck. So, yeah, evasive maneuvers sound fun. I mean, in the end, I think it's Jathal's choice because he's piloting the ship. So, I mean, I'd yeah, be pointing right. and yelling at him, like, look ahead. But So, Jathal looks up at this point, and he has the moment of reaction. I mean, you can confer with the rest of the group, but you probably only have a few moments to make a decision of, you know, dive down to the clouds or, or see if we can pilot around and battle this thing. We should probably go to below decks and create a committee. And then try to figure out <laughs> what's gonna happen. And then negotiate the community. Yeah, let me let me yeah. let me let me, uh, let me put it into autopilot and let's go down below deck quick. <laughs> and, then, and then we have to form a subcommittee to determine. Yeah, and then a committee who, who to, to be audit that committee. committee that made the yep. first decision. Can I have a gavel? Mm. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. <laughs> Whoever would give you a gavel? Any time that you ask for anything, it's an immediate no. <laughs> Why is I mean, it he is Tegan the, only he is the captain? Get, why is it Tegan only wants things that makes noise? I because it's why fun. do my kids want sure? things that uh, make noise? <laughs> Are we sure he's a gnome or is he just really a toddler? <laughs> Can we just <laughs> give him a toddler. rattle or something and that'll just entertain him for hours? <laughs> why not both? Maybe he's a gnomish toddler. <laughs> oh, I man. could be 130. I could be 13. You don't that know. Would explain him <laughs> always trying to take his pants off. <laughs> that it would solved it. <laughs> Mystery it. solved. All right, so it sounds like we are diving down below yeah. the clouds. I would and... yell Take uh take evasive we're taking evasive maneuvers. Hold brace yourselves. Hold on, easy for me to say. Exactly, easy for me to say. Alright, so um, we are uh, going to go into a skills challenge. So, would, could everyone give me a uh, or uh, initiative roll? Da 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 All right. Where's so my token at? We are. It's Jess, did you roll initiative? Here. No, I can't find my. It's token. in the middle, middle of the oh, map, there top it is. right, middle no, right. No, it yeah. was off screen for me. Okay. So, uh, so for initiatives, Tormir, what'd you get? Thirty-one. Woo! All right, and Athir, what did you get? Oh, let's see here. I got. I'm. I'm just admiring Tabitha's roll here. Well, it's amazing. My, it's not as impressive as mine. I'm. I'm ashamed. Twenty six. Twenty six. All right. And Tegan, what did you get? I got a thirteen. 
13. All right. And Jathal, what did you get? 19. 19. All right. Hi. I'm sorry? Can I add myself if I forget to click on my thing? Uh, if you have to click on your own on your own token to do it at the time of roll. If you don't, then I have to do it as a, as the okay. uh, DM. That's what I was wondering. Got it. Okay. And then, lastly, that amazing roll by Tabitha. What'd you get? I rolled a nat twenty, and so I got a thirty-eight. Booyah! Do I add ten to it? Uh, I mean, it, I no, but it also doesn't really matter. You are way first eight, regardless. Da, 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 da. All right, so um, you guys are diving beneath the, uh, the the cloud cover, and I mean it's it's very kind. Of, I mean, just all did give a little bit of a warning, but Tabitha, you were kind of entranced with this large air elemental, and and by large, I mean immensely large. This thing was at least two to three times the size of your airship itself. Holy um, pop tarts! So you are caught a little bit off guard, and the ship uh, dives straight down, probably trying to keep your balance, I'm guessing. Uh, but what are you doing on your turn? Um, I am going to grab a hold of uh, the railing and then try and grab my companions so that they will uh, trying to like keep them from going overboard. Okay. Because right. that would be bad. Probably. So uh, that sounds like an acrobatics check. I'd go with that, yeah. Da, 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 da. 29. 29 is a success. Woot, woot. So, uh, yeah, you successfully cut. You successfully quickly run over to one of the, the banisters, grab onto it, and. Uh, you know, Gregory is, uh, I'm sorry, Francis is pretty well, I mean, he's low to the ground and is able to, they're able to kind of stay put pretty easily without your help. But Gregory, uh, on the other hand, with as many feathers as he has, he catches the, the wind of the sudden shift very quickly. And the, the wind speeds have picked up considerably, too, at this point. Can he make kind of a noise? Yeah, he probably, he probably reaches the calls out for help, and you're able to just barely in time grab onto him. And you're not super strong, so it's, I mean, it's taking all the strength you have to hold onto him. But he's kind of like off the ground Gregory! slightly, and you're holding onto one of his uh, his arms. Uh, up next, Tormir. All right, so um, Tormir is going to uh, uh, manually assist with the navigation a little bit given all the chaos that's happening now kind of try uh, to forcefully steer the rudder type thing yeah okay probably an athletics check i'm guessing yep uh 29 29 is again a success woo woo let's just all roll 29s I think it just keeps with the 29s. It seems to be working well so far. Um, so yeah, you you grab you you kind of grab the rudder, try to steer it a little bit faster, and you know it it kind of ste- uh, the pitch was a little bit too steep when Jathal first dove down. So you're able to smooth it out enough that you're still going down, but you're not like 
you know, at a 45 degree angle straight down anymore. Um, so uh, with Jethal, or with uh, Tormir's help, Jethal is able to kind of stabilize the ship and it's now going on a steady course. Uh, but Tormir is using a lot of his strength to kind of hold the rudder in place and steer it in that way. Um, up next, Athir, um, how are you going to help Jethal navigate and or get the uh, ship down out of the cloud cover? Um, are, are, are We're still above the cloud cover or are we in it? You're in it at the moment. Um, okay. That's a good question. Are that they, is a good are, question. Are they struggling at all with the wheel? Is it is it the wheel, or is the the wind and whatnot causing them a problem? Like with just all steering the wheel, yeah. type thing. Uh, potentially. Can I use like my athletics to help like stabilize the wheel? You cannot because Tormir just used athletics. Oh yeah, that's true. Can I use my athletics to run around in circles? You um, cannot, because Tormir just used athletics. Oh, okay. That doesn't help. What if I flipped around and <laughs> jumped in circles? That, that, that'll work, too. Um, gee, this is hard. Um, how can I help? Hold on to something? That would also be athletics. Correct. Can I negotiate with the ship and say, good ship? McBody McBoatface. <laughs> you can fly this way. I mean, you could potentially actually talk to the ship and try and get some auxiliary power added to the engines. Scotty, we need auxiliary power. I can't give any more power. It's apparently holding together. Um, is it just us on deck then? Uh, the, you, the, the you, Francis, uh, Gregory, Maurice, and the rest of the group. So I just have a feeling that Maurice is going to go right? up and over. If I have anything what to say if, about it. If I tossed Maurice overboard as a sacrifice to the gods. <laughs> Jeez. Tormir has your vote. <laughs> no, don't be sacrificing my bet. Oh, wait, that'd be athletics too. Um, <laughs> oh, this is hard. Oh, it could be religion. <laughs> you don't have religion. Be gone, sir. Um, let me think. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get thee well, away from me, foul creature. I I think I'm not sure how it helps us though, but. Um, I'd be concerned for any other passengers. Um, there hmm. isn't any. There, um, you could also add. Um, you could also narrate that uh, you know, with this steep of a decline that uh, Jethal is making, that you're going to use perception to spot whatever is below the clouds as soon as you pierce through them. Yeah, that's. I mean, I was thinking about perception. I just thought that because we were weren't through the cloud cover, there's no. Um, thing to perceive well as, i mean you, but yeah you can narrate that you that like you're as soon as you come out that that's you're, you're trying to see what exists that might me oh can um can i use my nature at all to uh to help um well no, that's not, the clouds are, are regardless are going to be fluffy and 
you can pierce through them. I was more concerned with like dangerous clouds, like m would have lightning or something like that. Huh. Well, clouds themselves don't seem to be threatening a uh, thunderstorm, but I mean, immediately under wherever that air elemental is, seemed to be slightly aggressive. So maybe right there, but I mean, that's not where you guys are heading. So okay, let's let's see here. Is the air elemental um, within view of us at all? Like, not, is it? Is not, it not that, that since you're in the cloud cover, and once you pierce below, you're not sure what you'll see. All right. I mean, you could use I guess, nature to like recall information about information about elementals. Yeah, I, I'd be okay with that. If, see if there was anything that uh, could help us versus the oh, elemental. You know, there's a button that's an X on your, your browser that closes all of your stuff, mm -hmm. including yeah. your Roll20 that is active for the game. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with that. <laughs> Luckily, you can open Chrome and be like, right-click and say, reopen. I'm sorry, Chrome. I'm nice. sorry. What, I'm so sorry. Yeah, let's let's see if I know anything about those air elemental that'll help the group at all decide what to do next. How about that? Okay. Uh, and that would be probably nature, yes? Yes, that would definitely be nature. Okay. Let's see if this is 23 is of use. 23 is not a success. How about I have a big sad face and I just Can hope we that... Can uh, you do have it. Yeah, everyone, because you're fully rested at this point, everyone has a hero point if you want to use one. I, I you know, I, I feel very depressed about this role that I'm just not that knowledgeable about this air elemental, and I'm going to just allow Jathal to proceed. Okay. So you're trying to remember about air elementals, and you, you recall the fact that, um, you know, you're, you're focused on remembering. You do kind of real remember from some of your studies that this air elemental is... Uh, as far as you're aware, uh, in your recollection is a tempest elemental. Uh, so it's actually a specialized type of air elemental that is, uh, they're extremely powerful, extremely dangerous. Uh, and you're just listing off everything that you know about it. Actually, you recall quite a bit about the, uh, the, the tempest elementals and you are just focusing on ex making sure Jathal understands, you know, its capabilities. It can shoot lightning. It can, you know, it can. Uh, change air currents it's this way and that way and it's uh, it's mostly tied to uh, cloud covers for the most part so it will have to bring the entire cloud cover with it to go anywhere uh, but you're focused so much on explaining all this to Jathal that you distract him from what's really going on uh, from what happens as uh, you're going you're, you're descending down uh, you you go straight down and you see the forest right as soon as you pierce through and Jathal does not see just this giant tree. It's like a, a less of a tree branch and more of a giant vine that is just whips up out of the forest, you know, my, you know, half a mile into the air and just kind of clips the underside of the ship. Wow, and I feel just, like I just epically failed there. No, like, you didn't. Is... You, you, like, explained everything to him, except for Jathal <laughs> was paying attention to you and not to the giant thing flying at the ship. Jathal... Could you not see the tree? So Get out of my the, face. The entire ship just kind of lurches to one side slightly as something clips the underside of it. And you guys hear this sort of, uh, not cracking noise, but definitely that there's there was an impact that probably didn't penetrate the hull of the ship. 
Um, but definitely, uh, you know, probably left at least some sort of damage on the outside. Tis but a scratch. Jathal, do something. Jathal, it is your turn. The ship Dang. is now lurching to one side, and there is a vine that just slapped it from the forest below. Lurching to one side, huh? Uh, what was... Sorry, I was just trying to figure out what the name of the ship was again. Uh, Storm Chaser. Chaser, okay. Ironically. All right. Yeah. What? What? It's storming here. Storm Escaper? Like, it's the yeah. Storm Chaser and we found a Tempest Elemental. And you're not chasing it, yep. but you're running away. Uh, Alright, so. Uh, I would just start ignoring Ethir and telling him to stop talking to me. I need to steal the ship. And then uh, I would yell at the I want to yell at the uh, or not yell but I want to basically ask the ship to divert power to to the engines to give us more speed okay I guess are you using diplomacy to try to negotiate with the ship and ask for it or are you going to just straight up manipulate the controls and do that from with from the ship itself uh I, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'm I, probably more the controls than anything, but I would also be like, like I'm controlling the ship to steer us at the same time as okay. like asking the ship or telling okay. the ship to divert power. So, type so of thing. How, how how do you ask Storm Chaser for that? What do you say? Say Storm Chaser, we need more power to the engines. Or I should say, divert divert power to the engines. We need more maneuverability. Or yeah. Okay. Um, so go ahead and give me an Arcana check. Hmm. That wasn't a great roll, but... Uh, 24? 24 is not a success. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll use my hero point. I rolled a okay. five on that. That's better. Not a lot, lot, but 30. 30 is a success. So you say, uh, uh, divert all, or divert more power towards the engines. I mean the maneuverability. I mean the engines. And like, it just, it's kind of flipping around and then until you finally get the right uh, section and then you get the, you get the maneuverability and you quickly dodge another vine that's barely misses the ship that, Probably you could have missed a dodge a little bit better had you uh, gotten the command right the first time, but at least you got it and you were able to evade correctly. The ship is still kind of you know as rapidly as that it lurched to one side. Now you're kind of quickly maneuvering. It is still kind of all over the place at the moment, um, mm. so it's it's somewhat difficult for people on board the ship. Maurice is like hanging onto the uh, the railing and like legs are in the air as he's just kind of like wafting in the wind at the moment. Um, and we will go to Tegan. Okay, um, I think I was still below deck, so, <laughs> or am I up on deck now? That is up to you. Would you have, uh, had time to, or reacted quickly enough to run up on and deck? And could or... you have gotten up the stairs? 
Right. Or are you, yeah, or are you just barely getting up the stairs now? That's up to you narratively on, on how Tegan would be at the current time. So I'm barely getting up the stairs and I'm looking around and I'm seeing that there's like cables not where they're supposed to be. So I'm going to try to jump around and tie off those cables uh, as quickly as I can, jumping from from pole to pole to pole. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me an acrobatics check. 25. 25 is not a success. What? Oh, no. Uh, this is going to be rough. Uh, all right, I'll use the hero point. Okay. 33. 33 is a success. So you are um, grabbing onto the cables, and you know you grab one and grab another one. And at one point, uh, one of them just kind of like, you, know, you tie it off, and you jump up, grab onto another one, and it just whips you around, and you... Almost uh, take out Tormir really quick for uh, for a short bit as Tormir has to duck to dodge the Tegan that just flies overhead as Tegan then lands and ties the other one off. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much exactly like that. <laughs> All right, up next is Tabitha. You guys are. At I four. don't really know about Tegan tying one off. <laughs> T- Maybe so that's Tabitha, what happened. You guys are at four successes and one failure at the moment. Um, can I intimidate the uh, the storm spirit? Uh, at this point in time, you guys are below the cloud cover, okay. uh, but but so you can't quite see it. I mean, you see like the underside can of the vortex. I use the nature to sure. uh, find where its weaknesses would be. Sure. The uh, I I'm also gonna. Yeah, you can give me a nature tech to try to figure out what like what's going on, what its weaknesses are. Of the um, don't of, forget, of the vine or of the tempest. Yeah, because there's there's something attacking 24. from beneath as well. Twenty four is not a success. I'm gonna use my hero point. Okay. Wait a minute. Doesn't she get a um, a oh. uh, skill chest with, oh. check with her halfling luck? She can also use halfling luck for. A okay, on a so I'm gonna well. use my halfling luck for. The roll, and then I'm going to okay. use my hero for the. Well, what what did you get on your reroll there, Tabitha? I got a. I rolled a natural one, uh, so I got a 19. Which minus 10 is a. Would you like nine. to use your hero point now? Well, would you like to I use your hero point? I am using my hero point, and I got a 25. Which is also not a success. Well, then wow. I am just out of luck. Okay, so Tabitha is focused very much on figuring out what the uh, Tempest Elemental's weaknesses are, and um, it is, so it's weak against um, a number of different things, in fact, actually. Stuff. Un- uh, it's, it is resistant to uh, lightning or, um, overall, but um, it pretty much fire, uh, frost, actually frost is probably the thing it's weakest against, which is odd for something that's an air elemental uh, in your perspective, but... Uh, in your experience, frost kind of uh, precipitates out a lot of the, uh, the the moisture that it contains within it. So, you, you know, you're like, well, interesting fact about these tapis elementals, frost should should uh, be able to do that. And at that point in time, Tormir is kind of more focused on the, you know, looking over the edge at this point and notices all the different 
trees and other like elementals there's an earth elemental lobbing rocks and other things and trees that are swinging oh nice very hobbity of you can, can, can um, I? That that you that you give an entire dissertation on the Tempest Elemental while um, Tormir uh, notices that there's fact. <laughs> that, that there's lots and lots of other things besides the Tempest Elemental that are uh, threatening the threatening the ship at the moment. Can can I take this moment to just complain about the oversight of construction of this ship that is an airship that is designed to fly in the air, which weapons are useless. Because they're lightning versus an air elemental, which is in the air. Well, this is a ship that's not designed to fight air elementals, so. I would like to send a very strong worded letter to the constructors of this ship. Well, you do happen to have his soul in the gem on the ship, so you could actually just straight up talk to him and give him your strongly, sternly uh, worded... uh, Guys, you need to use... You need to use frost. Uh, um, so Tormir, uh, having noticed the barrage of elementals and trees and what what have you, they're all seem to be acting and moving more or less towards the ship. All right, um, I'm going to work with Jethal to get us back into the cloud cover, out of the vision of the earth elementals and I'm guessing Ents of some sort but also stay low enough into the clouds that we're not in vision of the storm or tempest elemental either okay so what skill are you going to use to navigate that or help uh, navigate survival that? sure that, that makes sense I got a 23 and I will immediately use my hero point all right. 29. 29? Uh, I mean, it worked last time. It should work this time. So 29 is a success. I think, has everyone used their hero point, or does anyone have them left at this point? Athir. I think oh. Athir has his left. This guy. Yep. <laughs> this guy. So, uh, yeah, you are able to figure out just Who kind has of two the... thumbs and is awesome? This guy. Um, so you're able to kind of balance out, figure out, you know, nap, you know, kind of give Jethal instructions on exactly where to send the ship and where to, and be quiet, Athir, stop telling us about Tempest Elementals and, and all these other things. <laughs> and because <laughs> Athir, Athir and uh, Tabitha are now lecturing Jethal on Tempest Elementals at the moment. And you're like, no, this is where we need to go. If we go right here, we can avoid these guys and that and this. And so... Jethal is being lectured by three people in the group right now while Tegan is just swinging around on cables in the air. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the swinging Tegan for our next act. All right. Tegan's here. See ya. See ya. Because <laughs> he's swinging from the chandelier. Oh, well, I got it. <laughs> Uh, so are are we are we still entangled in this uh, vine thing? No, it just clipped the ship. It didn't grab. Oh, it didn't oh, okay. grapple the ship. I I, I I got worried that we we were entangled within it. Okay, cool. Um, can I run to the front of the the bow of the ship and uh, use my perception to direct Jethal towards a safe location for us to travel? 
Sure, you can use your perception to try to figure out. I mean, you guys are in the cloud cover, but you can try to, at the front of the ship, you can try to see things that are coming before they get there. And Because, I mean, Jethal's going to need the second set of eyes in the front. All right, I'll just do that then. That sounds like a thing that I'm capable of with a 34. Okay, a 34 is a success. So you successfully uh, run to the front of the ship and... Uh, you know, you yell out a, a number of commands to Jethal, bank left, and his, you know, Jethal presumably follows the command, banks left, and a rock that was coming up through the cloud cover kind of just misses the ship barely. And, you know, okay, the Tempest Elementals are, is over there, and so Ethereum is navigating him around all that. So up next, we are going to go to Jethal. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm just gonna like start ordering people around. Okay. Uh, so I want to. <laughs> Basically, I want to. Uh, I ordered like Tegan and Tabitha to also get on lookout. Uh, and uh, and also I. Uh, tell Tormir to keep a lookout for the back as well. I was just, I knew, I knew the name. God dang! Give me a second. So, uh, are you using diplomacy? so just be like, uh, intimidation. Oh, okay, that works. Uh, so yeah, so I'm just like telling Tegan to get on the starboard side and Tabitha on the the port side and keep a lookout for the storm elemental as well as uh anything from below and then have Tormir kind of watching the back of us as well as just kind of all around. Okay. Sounds good. So with coordinating that through kind of giving them relatively harsh commands, uh, what did you roll? Uh, 26. A 26 is a success. Hey, we found the magic number guys. So you, yeah, with directing everyone around, um, you are able to, kind of coordinate a pretty good uh, network of, uh, or at least good uh, coverage of sight. So despite being in the clouds, you're able to more or less predict as things are coming in front or behind the ship. Um, And you're able to navigate pretty well around them, and you are starting to spot, uh, or at least whoever's in the front, probably Athir, is starting to spot at this point a clearing in the clouds, um, as well as, you know, from... Yeah, it looks like possibly if you can get past this last burst, you might be able to get past whatever this elemental assault really is. Um, so we're going to go to Tegan. How do you help uh, finish the group getting through the last of the of the, the wave of elementals? Uh, I don't. All um, right, so we accept a failure and move to Tabitha. It's probably going to wind up like that, but that's okay. So is there anything that I can remember from my warfare lore that would help us from a type of of sky maneuver that would help in this type of situation where you got enemies in front, enemies down, and you're blinded? And you're stuck in the middle with you? Yes, exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so just thinking about different battles I've studied, different tactics I've studied, is there anything that would help me out in this situation? 
Uh, sure, I'll allow you to come up. If you can come up with a good enough uh, story on some sort of tactical uh, battle that you studied that involved aerial combat, uh, yeah, I'll allow you to make a roll for it. All right. Oh, God. All right. So. <laughs> Look, it takes some time, little Tegan. You're in the middle. Right. Okay. Okay. So, as. This is. Should I do the roll first or the horrible story first? Which do you want to know first? Do, let's, let's go with the horrible story and then we can tell our listeners what you rolled. Okay. So, I remember this one time that there was an archer who was trying to hide in the woods and he was surrounded on all sides and what he did was he fired arrows in the air kind of at like a 45 degree angle and had him come down in different spots in the woods to trick people to think that there was more than just him around so that they were like distracted by uh, other people so I think we should fire ballistas all over the place so that they think we're somewhere else okay and what did you roll? I rolled a nat one, which takes my 14 down to a four. All right. So with your warfare lore's check of a four, <laughs> um, you, you direct and uh, Tabitha kind of you know, looks at you confused and be like, well, you've been right before. So she fires off a ballista bolt, and honestly, it just, you now are one less ballista bolt on the ship. And just, <laughs> the, the, the elemental assault just kind of seems to not be affected in any way, shape, or form because you just lobbed one out into the perfectly. air. <laughs> All right. So we are at seven successes and two failures. So, Tabitha, it is all down to you. You can oh, win it all or lose it all. Bring it home. All, of, all, you're able to use everything, but whatever the last one was, knowledge nature. Uh, yeah. Can't use warfare, warfare, warfare lore or any lore for that matter, because yeah. lore is all kind of lumped together in this. Oh. And you also can't use what you used last time, which was nature, I believe. Yep. Use um, and and my other requirement is that you, ha- whatever you're using, it has to essentially resolve this skill challenge. Um, yeah, that's you know open ended. Yeah, very um, open ended. I mean, you can do whatever you want. Just okay. You to... So we're all over the place. They're fighting over who's helping with steering the ship. I just fired a ballisti in the middle of <laughs> nowhere. Uh, I I can't even think of like what would bring this to a conclusion. <laughs> Um, crashing. We we have a clearing <laughs> that we're almost at, so if you can do something yeah. that gets us to that clearing, help the ship somehow get past the last uh, wave of elementals and into the clearing, and you should be. Um, can I use my perception check to uh, perceive a way to that would be the opening, so that we would have the smoothest landing? Sure. Are we landing? We're not going or, to land. We're just getting out of the clouds, clearing well, the clouds. But I mean, clearing and dodging all the blah, blah, so blah. So you, you, you want to use your perception to find the, the path, essentially. Yes. Okay. 28. Cool. 28 is a success. Wow. Yay, me. So you, uh, with Tabitha's help you're in, and her sharp halfling eyes, 
Um, she is able to uh, find exactly the right path and uh, help Jathal to barely evade several different obstacles, and the ship bursts out through the clouds, you know, into open air. And you can see just this wall of, you know, elementals that just kind of was, was rampaging around. And honestly, they didn't seem, they're, they're not following you. It almost seems like you are encroaching in an area that they were protecting, possibly. And you just reach past that area. Um, looking out over where you're at now, you see this area of elemental protection almost seems to be a perfect circle around an area and in the middle of the circle is this large tower um and it seems to be where the elementals are rampaging and attacking around seems to be a relatively equal distance all around the tower the other thing is you see a lot of things on the ground you're too high up to make out exactly what they are hello isengard <laughs> hello isengard yes You'll find out what those things on the ground are next time on Paper, Pencil, Dice. Aww. So, uh, thanks again, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Uh, please reach out to us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Paper, Pencil, Dice. Uh, send us a message there. You can also uh, reach out to us on uh, Paper, Pencil, Dice podcast at gmail.com for our email address. Uh, we, are, we do have a mailbag episode coming up soon, so... If you have any uh, questions or thoughts or comments or just anything you want to know about us as podcasters or about the podcast, maybe backstory on some of the characters. Uh, maybe Why Tegan keeps taking off his pants. I mean, that is a perfectly valid question as well. And if one of you ask it, we'll ask Tegan to answer it on Paper, Pencil, Dice. But in the meantime, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper, Pencil, Dice.